The Lord be with you. A reading from Genesis chapter 9, verses 8 through 17. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, Behold, I establish my covenant with you and your offspring after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the livestock, and every beast of the earth with you. As many as came out of the ark, it is for every beast of the earth. I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of the flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all the flesh that is on the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is a sermon on rainbows. And my hope for those who listen to this sermon is that after this sermon, you will, from this day forward, never look at a rainbow in the same way that you do right now. Right now, the rainbow conjures up several different thoughts and emotions. We might think of Judy Garland and her song, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Way Up High. There's a land that I heard of once in a lullaby. Kermit the Frog and the Muppets who sings, Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Rainbows summon thoughts of leprechauns and pots of gold and gay pride parades in our culture. But the rainbow is God's rainbow. It belongs to God and it comes to us as a gift from God so that, as you already know, may remember his promise to us never again to sweep away the earth with a flood. God's rainbow comes to us in an ancient story with a not-so-glamorous background where God grieved to his very heart over the wickedness of man, allowed the floodgates from below and the heavens from above to burst forth, and churning snatching life-destroying water came upon a busy, laughing, self-sufficient world and swept it all away in a great flood, leaving behind a murky mass grave. The waters prevailed above even the mountains, covering them 22 feet deep, and all flesh died that moved on the earth. Birds, Livestock, beasts, all swarming creatures that swarm on the earth and all mankind. 
everything on the dry land and whose nostrils was the breath of life, died. Yet God remembered Noah and his family, and two of every kind of animal upon the ark, and God made a wind blow over the earth, and the waters subsided. And the ark landed back on dry ground, and Noah and his family walked out of the ark. But the wickedness of man remained. Noah and his sons get drunk and participate in shameful acts. They disobey God and they act wickedly before him. What hope will there be for such a race as ours? It's at this point in the story that God himself intervenes with a word of promise and hope for sinners in all of creation. He places the very first rainbow in the sky against the backdrop of dark, threatening clouds above and the putrid, murky graveyard below, and says, This is the sign of the covenant that I will make between you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my rainbow in the cloud, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth, and the rainbow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. Three thoughts on rainbows. First, marveling at the sheer beauty of rainbows which God gives to us. Do you remember a time when you saw a beautiful rainbow? I can remember seeing one miraculously finding its way into our home when I was very little. My mother closed every curtain in the house, and yet there it remained, mysteriously over our dining room table for quite some time. I remember seeing a double rainbow while out on the boat on Truman Lake one morning with the area's greatest fishermen, who, while I was filming, caught a pretty nice-sized crappie. Rainbows cause us to marvel, to remember, to wonder. Their color, their vastness, their shape generates mystery. Just where does a rainbow begin? And where does it end? What is on the other side? Where does it go? Consider the arc of the rainbow, how it begins upon the earth and it rises up up, up towards the heavens, and then descends down, 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 into a new place on the earth. It seems to begin and end on the earth, but where it begins and where it ends, we do not know. But ask Noah, and he may tell you a little more about where rainbows end. He would tell you that they end in a whole new world. Consider the movement of Noah's ark. It begins upon the earth and rises up, up, up upon the waters into the very heavens and down, 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 back upon the earth. And yet when Noah comes to the other side, he finds a whole new world. Before the flood, man did not eat meat and the animals had a different relationship with people. 
This is why Noah had no problem ushering them all into the ark. But now in this new world, God tells Noah that he may eat meat as long as there's no blood in it, and the animals will now be afraid of man, and everything is different. Also, consider this marvel. Before the flood, the earth was only watered by streams and mists which came up from the ground. But now, in this new world, the earth is watered by rain coming down from the heavens. Consider the strangeness of this new world for Noah when he lands upon the other side. He's 601 years old, and for 601 years, it only rained from above one time. And it was a gully washer. So you can imagine that when it rains again from above, Noah is going to be absolutely terrified. He will need that rainbow in this new creation where animals are afraid of men and men are afraid of the sky where water comes threatening from above. Indeed, it is a whole new world on the other side of a rainbow. Yet it is a world where the rainbow will be placed by God for you to see in the midst of such fearful images. Second, when one sees a rainbow, one ought to remember God's promises as well as his coming judgment. Ancient biblical scholars have always seen great significance in the arrangement of the colors of the rainbow. The rainbow begins with blue, signifying God's judgment upon this world with water, and the rainbow ends with red, signifying God's coming judgment upon this world with fire. The rainbow itself and its colors declare a promise as well as a warning from God. He will never again destroy this earth with water, but he will destroy the earth again not by water, but by fire. St. Peter writes in 2 Peter 3, They deliberately overlooked this fact, that the heavens existed long ago, and the earth was formed out of water and through water by the word of God, and that by means of these the world that then existed was deluged with water and perished. But by the same word, the heavens and the earth that now exist are stored up for fire, being kept until the day of judgment and the destruction of the ungodly. For the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn. But according to his promise, we are waiting for a new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Which brings me to my last point about rainbows today. God's rainbow illuminates your bright hope in Christ against a backdrop of a world filled with busy, laughing, and self-sufficient people. The day is coming, dear saints, when you will be taken up from this earth, up from your grave, up into the sky, up to meet the Lord in the air, and he will bring you back down upon an entirely new world. And what will be on the other side? 
the rainbow beckons us there to a place with a different kind of water, a different kind of meat, a different kind of relationships with God and one another and the animals. A new heavens and a new earth awaits you. After this one will be destroyed with fire and made new, you will come out of the ark of the church and see water in a way that you've never seen before. You will see a river of water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. And on both sides of this river will be the tree of life with 12 kinds of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. The leaves of the tree will be for the healing of all the nations. And you will no longer see anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the Lamb and all of his servants worshiping him. You will see his very face, the one who said unto you, The water that I give you will become in you a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. And you will eat a new kind of meat, a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, of rich food full of marrow, of aged wine well-refined, a wedding feast that has the benefit of swallowing up death forever, a feast capable of wiping away every tear from all faces, a feast that takes away the reproach of God's people. Dear saints, when you see a rainbow from this day forward, remember that one day soon the Lord Jesus will come again. The crucified and risen Lord, whose empty tomb secured your place in the ark of God, will himself bring you to a new heavens and a new earth on the other side. For God the Father has set his rainbow in the clouds for you, so that when you see it, remember his promises and his coming judgment and your bright hope in Christ Jesus. And do what was common practice of children and families throughout previous generations. When you see a rainbow, bow your head and remember that the last day is soon approaching and pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.